The Timothy Project exists to equip and encourage pastors, missionaries, and ministry leaders. And did you know that we also host a free conference every year for that purpose? This year is our fourth annual Timothy Project Conference. It's coming up on May the 6th and 7th. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. Our theme this year is the church. So in our five main sessions, we will focus on biblical aspects of being the church. Additionally, the conference will feature over 30 different breakouts to choose from on topics ranging from pastoral ministry to missions to family ministry, kids ministry, preschool ministry, women's ministry, leadership, communication, all kinds of different topics. We will also have a bookstore and an exhibit hall where you can interact with mission agencies, colleges and seminaries, and other church-related ministries. And did I mention that it's free? So register today. Don't delay. You can find all the information that you need to know at timothyproject.org. I'll see you there. Welcome to the Timothy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Welch, and I'm here with my favorite co-host. Wow. Chad Hunsberger. How I feel you like doing? I'm your only co-host. So well, therefore, therefore yeah, I'm my favorite. favorite. That's it, it would honored. be terrible if, if you were not my favorite That's co-host. Right. That's then right. we would have a problem. Honored. Honored. So yeah. Well, I'm so glad to be here today. I'm really excited about today, Chad. Yes. It's you gonna excited? be good. Yes, I yes, know, yes. Right? This is awesome. We have a guest in the studio with us today. We're so very already excited. Already makes it better. Already, already. Yep. We're all smiles. This is we want to welcome today our special guest, Sherry Milner. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, glad to be here. Yeah, we are good. so glad you're here. Sherry is a friend, she's a sister in Christ, she's a longtime church member here at Colonial Heights, and she's an avid volunteer and Chad, speaking of volunteer, have I ever yes. told you the story about how my first memories of meeting Sherry? <laughs> uh, I was not here for that. So you, <laughs> you were not here for that. So, yeah. so, okay, so many years ago, I've been at Colonial Lights for almost 20 years now. Sherry, how long have you been around? Almost 23. Almost 23. So she's been here longer than I have. So she was working, serving in preschool. We first moved here. I had a one-year-old and I had a five-year-old, four, five-year-old. Yeah, five. somewhere I was teaching five-year-olds. Oh, my goodness. So she had my five-year-old. Anyway, so as we were, we're you know, the whole security thing, and, and we try to be very good uh, around here taking care of kids and making sure we give parents the right kids or give the right, right. kids yeah, to the yeah, right yeah. parents, all the things. So we did that, and so I'm on staff, so I'm running up and down uh, the stairs trying to collect my child in between worship services. I had some responsibilities on stage, and uh, I just remember like rushing up to the, we called it the jungle at the time, and running up to the jungle and trying to collect my child, and I did not have my pass, Chad. Mm-mm. I did not have my sticker to be and able to I collect feel my like child. Sherry and rightfully said <laughs> no. She did. I said She's no. Drank Straight yeah. up said no. Do you even remember that? I do not remember okay, that. She didn't. I did vote for you. Oh, good. How <laughs> do you vote for you? Because <laughs> we feel done better. Done better. Okay, I feel better. But she did. She was like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to have the, okay, yeah. the ticket pass, to get right. your kid. So I had to run downstairs, find my wife, which was not easy. Find my wife, get that from her, then yes. go collect my child, all that. But I will tell you this. I, I did not have any hard feelings whatsoever because I always held Sherry up as the model to say, yes, this is what we expect. Yeah. Even if it's one of us, 
you still have to ask for this because if you're going to have a security system, it's not very secure if you just start right. handing children to anybody. That's right. So right. we've got to make sure that we're, we're doing that well. So we've been friends for a long time. Uh, and, and we've even weathered the storms, right? right? All those, those storms <laughs> together, the controversies. Um, but Sherry is yep. married to Marvin. Right. Uh, and they have one son. His name is Will. Right. Tell yep. us a little bit about Will. Uh, Will is a hot mess at 22 years old. <laughs> he loves all the girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he loves being at church. Yes, he does. Um, and, he, yeah. I, and he's loved those two things as long as I can remember. That's gotcha. good. Very good. Well, we're here today. We're going to talk some about ministry to people who have special needs yeah. and how to do that within the context of the church. And we're going to hopefully talk about some of the things that maybe have considered taboo or, or people don't know how to handle. And so mm-hmm. as we talk to pastors and ministry leaders, missionaries. Mm-hmm. Chad, I want to ask you first, why do you think this is an important conversation for us to have? Yeah, uh, many, a lot of people don't know this part of my story, I guess, but uh, part of my story includes, so my, my uncle has Down syndrome. And um, in fact, when, when he moved out of Tennessee five years ago, he was the oldest person with Down syndrome in the state. Wow. And um, he now lives in Georgia, but he is like 68 years old. And uh, he's just a huge gift to our family. And I remember uh, him him being in church, at, even as an adult. And there was a, uh, a Sunday school class that his mom, my grandmother, uh, taught for literally decades, taught that class so that there would she wanted to make sure there was a class, and uh, there was just a few of them um, mm-hmm. in the class. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what a what a good thing to see and hear. And so for me, it, it started with an awareness that that needed to take place. But I think the part of the reason it's so important now on the pastor end, right, is because all people have value, right? If all people mm-hmm. are made in God's image, then all of them have value. And so. What we're saying when we work to not just include them um, in our ministry overall, but when we try to meet their needs that are particular, uh, when we try to meet them in whatever way we can, we're we're affirming the value that they have, yeah. both to them and to their families, to their siblings, to their parents. Um, we're saying, hey, we we value you in hopefully the same way that the Lord does. We we give you the same value that He does because we're all made in His image. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good stuff. So Sherry, tell us a little bit. We brought you here specifically because this is an issue that you're passionate about right. and something you believe in. So tell us a little bit about your background, some about mm-hmm. your son, Will, and mm-hmm. maybe some of his special needs and sure. maybe... Uh, yeah, why this is an important conversation for you to be a part of. Um, well, for me, um, Will was born with a number of issues. We found out pretty quickly after he was born that he had a, a huge heart murmur. Um, and that's that's the first real thing I remember. Um, and it turned out to be a, a really big defect in his heart. I mean, he had some things that were really wrong, and it was going to take a while to, to kind of come up, overcome those. And... Um, his little body had to decide between sucking and breathing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that was the first two things we had to deal with. And so we learned quickly, our doctors were fabulous in giving us bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had come at me with all the things that we were going to have to deal with yeah. over the next 23 years at that moment, yeah. I think I would have melted into a puddle in the floor and that would have mm-hmm. been that. Yeah. But our doctors very wisely told us what we could take in the moment and, um, well, we found this little issue with his heart. Well, we've got this little issue too, and 
Well, now we've got this little issue, and so they sort of piled up. But over the years, we learned that not only did he have the issues with the heart, which have been repaired, um, mm-hmm. thankfully. Praise the Lord. Um, yes, and he's got a good, strong heart now. But um, he does have some neurological issues. He um, His communication doesn't work like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that he understands an awful lot mm-hmm. that um, he can't tell, tell us um, about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He... Um, doesn't have great fine motor skills, mm-hmm. so feeding himself is an issue. Um, he doesn't walk anymore. We had a, uh, we found another issue when he was ten or twelve. Um, his C one, two, and three vertebrae, which are the ones right underneath your skull, mm-hmm. were misshapen and malformed and all kind mm-hmm. of weird things. Like one yeah. of them's on the back of his face, and wow. so they were beginning to put pressure on his brain stem. Well, mm-hmm. that's the first time we ever, ever, and the only time we ever lost a function. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, you probably you probably remember he, mm-hmm. he was walking with a yeah. walker, yep. and mm-hmm. he would run down the the little ramp here yes. at church with his feet up and yes. that was just the best thing for him he laughed and laughed <laughs> scared everybody days. else to death right <laughs> yes oh absolutely we were always <laughs> yeah right always knew it was gonna was gonna fall over here he but comes there he came mm-hmm. um but um we found that issue um big surgery out of state again and um many years later we never really regained that function so he's permanently in a wheelchair mm-hmm. he can help transfer things like that mm-hmm. but um on the wheel uh, on the 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 realm of disabilities, Will's considered totally disabled. Okay. Um, okay. So there are a lot of things he can't do. So yeah. that's where we are yeah. um, as far as Will goes. So this is a conversation that you have been a part of for 23 years mm-hmm. at yes. least. And just thinking through these things. And so we wanted to talk some today about this subject because we do believe it is very important yeah. for all churches to be ready yes. to handle these issues and to know yes. what to do. And so... Uh, I'm going to ask some questions specifically as it relates to maybe the way we talk about things or yeah, how sure. we say things that I, I think maybe that, that y'all can speak into and, and help us to, uh, to to grow wiser. So what are, as a parent of a child with special needs who wants to be in church, tell me a little bit about what it's like as, as the parent coming in. What what are you looking for at church? What do you need? What is what is a challenge? What help? All those kind of things. Just as a parent, what are you, as a parent of a special needs child, what are you considering? Um, church for us is, can we get in the door? I mean, mm. that truly is the first thing. Yeah. Can we, can we park in a place that's going to let us get his wheelchair next to the car? Get, and that seems like a very basic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a challenge we actually had mm-hmm. here when we first moved to this building. Yes. Um, there, I remember this conversation. <laughs> there just wasn't enough mm-hmm. space. And, um, thankfully we do now. Yeah. That's, you know, all been taken care of over the years, but, mm-hmm. um, can we get into the building? Mm-hmm. Um, is there access? Is there um, an elevator to get to the second floor if he needs to be on the second floor? I mean, mm-hmm. those are, you know, those seem like minor things because right. I just run up the stairs if it were me. Right. Um, but yep. Will can't do that. No. Um, and so um, bathrooms. Can I get him in and out of a bathroom? Is there a place to change him if that becomes necessary? Mm-hmm. Um, are people scared of him yeah you know do you want to interact with my kid or oh, i don't know about this so yes. let me back off 
um, I, I want you to be brave. I want you to speak. I want mm. you to ask questions. Yeah. And I want you to speak to him. Yeah, right. absolutely. Don't right. overlook him. Right. He is, he's a member of the body of Christ. That's right. You know, just like the rest of us. Yeah. I, I assume he and Jesus have a good relationship. Yes. Um, he, he answers all the questions in the best way he can when you ask yeah. about mm-hmm. his relationship with Jesus. That's awesome. So I have to trust that they've got that worked out. Yeah. But... Um, as a member of the church, he mm-hmm. is a member of the church. That's right. And so there yeah. is a place for him. And like all of us have to find our place in the mm-hmm. church, we have to find help him find his as well. Absolutely. And yes. so that willingness is what I'm really looking good. for. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word. Chad, how about you guys? Yeah, so uh, maybe, again, maybe some of the people don't know, we have a child who uh, has physical uh special need, so to speak. Uh, so Lottie is in a wheelchair. She has spina bifida. Um, and but she does not have the kind of the mental side of that. And so it's, sometimes there's things that uh, that are a little bit different for us to think about. Um, she's also really, really petite. So some things that, that aren't as significant to us, um, but might actually be on the reverse end. So like opening a door for her is really, really hard because the doors are heavy. And mm-hmm. so it's like uh, for... <laughs> For somebody else, even for somebody else in a wheelchair, they're they're able to actually put enough strength into the door to yeah. get the door open, and she might not be able to. So, mm-hmm. so there's some of those physical things mm-hmm. that we think about. But I, I think knowing who this audience probably is—a pastor, a youth minister—we uh, were talking about this a little bit earlier, Sherry. I, I just think, like, if you don't know how, whatever the how is. Mm-hmm. Please ask. Yes. As a parent, it it says to us that you care. Right. It is not offensive that you come and say, hey, look, we want to do this event, mm-hmm. and we don't know how Will or how Lottie would right. be able to do it. We're willing to do what you need us to, but mm-hmm. we just don't know how. Instead of assuming, we, we don't expect you, or at least I don't. Right. I'll speak for my wife and I. <laughs> we do not expect you yeah. to think about our kid all day, every day. That's what I do right. as, as a parent. That's my job. That's my job. And so it's fine that you don't have that on your radar all day, every day. But it means the world to us when you say, we don't know the answer, but help us think through. Like Bring us into that conversation for we want to go to camp. Is that something your child can do? Is that something your child can do if you're a chaperone? Do you need to not let that be a thing? Even if the answer is, even if we say, that's not something we're going to do. Sure. Fine. But then we know you wanted us there. Right. You wanted our child there. We we can feel that, oh, right. the desire is there. Even if our answer was, no, we're not going to do it, or that event doesn't work for us, or whatever, we got to pick that. Right. But right? You, you cared enough, and you valued my child that's enough right. to come to me and say, how can we make this work? That's right. That's right. right. And we've had that, again, when when we got here, uh, Lottie was in the kids' ministry, and she's now in the student ministry, mm-hmm. and we've had those conversations with the like different life group teachers and different sure. discipleship leaders and different, hey, and not even just staff members, just mm-hmm. volunteers saying, right. hey, is there something I need to know? Yeah. Is there anything right. I, and like, <clears throat> that is like music to the ears of a yes. parent who ha, who just wants their child to be asked about. Yeah. And I would almost universally, right? right? I don't want to speak for every parent everywhere, but I would say almost universally, 
asking means a ton. Right. Because it at least says, I care. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what a parent is going to, their, their level of involvement or what they're going to request of you, that's going to range on all different kinds of things. Certainly. Yeah. But I would say just asking. Right. Yeah. Huge, huge help. Right. And we've had those conversations as well. Um, Will was born here. I mean, Mm -hmm. we moved our letter on Sunday. Will was born on Tuesday. And so he's never known another church Mm -hmm. family like this. Obviously, we visit with family and things like Mm -hmm. that, but this is his home. And so we've had those conversations um, both when he was an infant. Okay, so what do we do if? What happens Mm -hmm. if he turns blue? And these were things like before his heart surgery. And Mm -hmm. um, well, this is what you do. And this is how you Mm -hmm. react. And um, and I've always said, you know, if you have an absolute panic, call 911 and then find me. Mm-hmm. I'm good, good with idea. that, right? right, right, right there are right. plenty of physicians in this hospital. If you sound the alarm, somebody's mm-hmm. coming, right. um, especially if they hear it's <laughs> Will. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I hate to say that, but mm-hmm. um, not that he's so special, but everybody knows Will, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so, um, and he's valued and loved here, mm-hmm. and we know that. Uh, yeah. But uh, do do what's necessary. But but do ask me. Mm-hmm. You know, do I'm do sure. involve me in those questions. Yeah. And there are certainly things we're not going to do as well, um, like fall festival. Will wants to be in the bouncy house. He does not want to come out of the bouncy house. And if you've ever <laughs> tried to drag a twenty-two-year-old man out of a bouncy house. Um, that's not, not something I enjoy doing. Right. right. <laughs> so we just avoid the yeah, fall festival. Right. right? <clears throat> um, it, it was fun when he was a little guy and he had lots of people to bounce around him and jump and keep him mm-hmm. company. But at this age, you know, little kids are going, why? Why is he laid out in the bouncy house mm-hmm. laughing? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then mom, your daddy have to go oh, in yeah. and, and drag mm-hmm. him out, too. Okay. So and that's no fun for anybody. <laughs> so we just avoid yes. it. Well, that's and, and you bring up some good points there and some things that uh, if you do not have a child with special needs, you might not think about those mm-hmm. things. What are some other pressure points for families who have children with special needs that it might be good for us to be made aware of? Right. Um, well, once you can get in the building, the bathroom is mm-hmm. a big issue. Okay. Um, I think you mentioned earlier trash yep. cans. Um, yep. You don't think about the fact that the handicap stall is usually the farthest in the room, mm. okay, and there's never a trash can there. Mm. The trash can's most often at the exit Right. At the door, which is the farthest Mm -hmm. possible place. And so if we have to go in and change a child, then we're taking, you know, I mean, think about if you're changing a teenager or Mm -hmm. a young adult and now you're having to carry a diaper or some kind of undergarment to the garbage. Everybody knows what you're doing. And so there's a little bit of a dignity issue Mm -hmm. there. You know, you we try and protect as much as possible. Um those little things. I mean, a lot of people know, uh, some people don't know. That's right. But do, do we really need to advertise that? That's right. Yeah. You know, I agree. And, and what happens if he has an accident and I need to actually change him? Mm -hmm. And so where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Um, who are we going to ask? That's right. So those are things we have to think about as well. It's a good thought. Yeah. I, I think on some non like physical things, but Mm -hmm. just like, um, the, you, you, you mentioned Sherry, like, talking to yes. him or her. Uh, not, I mean, even if, so uh, Will isn't very verbal in that sense, right. um, communicative, right? There are, there are other children here uh, that, that have no verbal abilities. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you can't say, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, glad you're here today. Right. Uh, and, and speak to them, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn their name. That's um, right. find those little things here and there that you can connect on. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you're, you're helping even in yourself. You're like seeing them as valuable right. because they are. Yes. And so I think that's just a, if I, if I could help 
pastors and youth ministers and children's ministers know one thing. It's, um, it's, it's value them. Yeah. Um, and, and we all know when you are valuing them and when you are annoyed by them. Yes. Yes. Trust me, like we are annoyed by all of our children <laughs> at times yeah. as parents, right? So like we all get that. I'm talking about like when you, when it is just a constant, um, I don't really want to have to talk to, well, then you're just not valuing somebody. Right. Yeah. Nobody. And, and sometimes that's not even your intent. So again, I want to give grace mm-hmm. to the reality that that's not everybody's intent, but let's be, Let's then say, okay, well, I want to do the opposite. I want to be intentional mm-hmm. sure. in displaying value, displaying love, versus unintentionally not. That's right. right. So, uh, being intentional in doing that. So, those are those are some less on the practical. Yes, I, I do think those are helpful to think about. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that at each stage, kind of engaging in a different conversation. Okay, we're at. It seems like we're at another stage of life, uh, whether that's because they move from one ministry to the other, uh, from preschool to children or children to students, yes. or yeah. you just know that they're, it, you've noticed uh, they're, they're growing up or they're changing or they're shifting or there was a surgery or mm-hmm. uh, there was a something. And so how do we, is there something we need to do different that we didn't know? And so don't be afraid to ask again. Absolutely. That's just a, a thing um, that I would just continue to reiterate. I would say, you know, even if you don't know that family, I am fine with strangers asking me about Will. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> just, you know, as long yeah. as you're courteous and polite. And, yeah. um, I, I, total strangers have come and said, hey, can I ask you about, about your mm. child? And, yeah. you know, that's actually an opportunity for me to share Jesus. Mm. I'm glad you bring that up because I was going to ask you guys <laughs> about that. I have a. I don't have uh, children with special needs per se, like, but sure. I have adopted children, mm-hmm. right? And I know as an adoptive dad, I've had people ask really dumb things mm-hmm. about adoption. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. my favorite being, uh, well, where are their real parents? <laughs> to which I always raise my hand and say, right yeah. here. Absolutely. Uh, last time I checked. Right. Uh, so anyway, but but we run into those kind of things. What sure. are and and I think we all want to be careful and even people that say dumb things i've had to learn right they the mature well. of the years they don't always mean bad things right. They, right and so but what are some of those things that would help us that you would say hey as you're talking about children with special needs whatever like that could help us to be more sensitive in the way that we approach the topic well first please don't tell me that god gave a special child to a special parent mm. because that makes me say what in the world have i done right right yeah um, oh, yeah. God gave me Will, and then he gave me the things I needed to take care of Will, yeah. right? Yeah, good point. Um, 20-year-old Sherry had no idea how to take care of Will, mm. right. Right? Right. Right. right? But 30-year-old Sherry, God gave everything he needed. He he set us up. I can see God working in our lives up until the point Will was born. I mean, obviously still after, but, oh, yeah. but we moved a month before Will was born um, to a whole new area with no friends, mm. um, no church, yeah. and... Um, within a month we had settled in and we had friends and we had people and we had a church and mm-hmm. we had, we had all the things we needed for Will. Yeah. We were in a better location for Will physically as far as physicians and things. So, um, so don't, don't call me special. I'm not special. Mm-hmm. In my view, I do what God's called me to do. Yeah. God called me to be a parent, just like he called you to be an, a, a, a parent, yeah. whether through adoption or birth, mm-hmm. you're called to be that child's parent. That's true. And so I'm called to be Will's parent. And as a good parent mm-hmm. who's 
trying to do what God has asked of her, we get the best medical care that we can get for Will, right? And sometimes that requires going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that requires um, being vulnerable and telling our church, okay, so I don't know how we're going to pay for this, right? Yeah. And um, trusting that God will provide, right? And so so don't try and tell me why God gave me Will. Yeah, Yeah. right? Absolutely. Let's just... Yeah, let's just... Yeah. Just be thankful for Will. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that, again, Sherry and I have talked about this before. We want to be ones who are, are showing grace to those who just accidentally say the thing. There are <laughs> some things that are more egregious that that <laughs> we we would say, oh, you really shouldn't say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't just don't say. And, and one here's one of them. OK, mm-hmm. so my story, I, I was not in this story. It's Gloria and Lottie's story. But mm-hmm. so there uh, Lottie had just had a surgery that went poorly that put her in a wheelchair. And so they're at Walmart and just trying to figure out how to get through the store in a wheelchair. I mean, like that's something people don't think about early days of wheelchair. And this old man said something about, I wish I could be lazy and be in a wheelchair Uh, all the time. Oh, (laughs) and Oh, like, don't say that. No, like that. That's egregious. Right. So, so there's some things where you, like, don't say, I wish I could be in a chair yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, I am promise. Yeah. You do you not. You do not. So are there... So- now, again, I give another level of grace mm-hmm. to children yeah. who are trying <laughs> so hard to relate right. to the other kid who's in a chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I give a extra mm-hmm. grace to them because no. they truly don't know. But when you are an adult and you say things like that, um, you just... Don't say that. That's right. On the other hand, there are some things that I would say can help you in the way you think or the because of the way you speak. So I try to use the phrase that there is a child who has special needs or sure. has a distinct need or has unique needs or whatever the phrase is, yes. but not to put the need first. So uh, I mentioned earlier my uncle who has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. I do not say I have a Down syndrome uncle. Right. Sure. Right. I want to put the person, person first. Person centered. Um, yes. And so mm-hmm. I'm thankful. Like so. So again, Lottie, who happens to have spina bifida, mm-hmm. is sure. a person. Right. Uh, and so think person first, especially if you know their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about them mm-hmm. uh, as a person because that's what they are. Right. Uh, think identity. Right. So are you identifying them as their uh, unique ability that is, you know, not there. Right. No, there's yeah. the blind kid or there's the yeah. the yeah. wheelchair kid or whatever. No, like you don't, we wouldn't think of it that way. But if we can, again, try to be intentional instead sure. of unintentional harming, right. let's do intentional good. And we can say, okay, like let's be person first in, in our communication. Right. I think, again, it's one of those pieces where if you wonder, would this phrase be offensive? I would far, I would be so happy if you just asked me. Yeah. Right. Good because Good I, I, I don't take offense to the fact that you're trying to be careful. Sure. <laughs> you sure. know, like uh, there might be parents that would be, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you that because if that person had said, should I call them lazy? The truth is if they, thought that question, they probably wouldn't have asked. That's right. Sure. Right. Sure. But if they had thought, Hey, um, what, what, what is, what is the, excuse me, I'm just curious, like, is everything okay? What, 
has something recent brought this up? You know, can mm-hmm. I ask you about your child? I mean, any of those things, I might still say, no, you cannot ask me about my child. I'm in a bad mood. Right. Right. Like, right. I don't know. Some days, right. But, but today I, is not the day. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say so much of it is, is about clear intent right. and right. desire and intentionality. And uh, so in the church, mm-hmm. let's be the ones that are leading out yeah. in showing kindness and care yes. and using like the child or adult's name, right? Um, all of those kind of things right. express value. Right, exactly. I want you to, to love my child. And, and if you can't love my child, be nice to him. Yeah, you know? <laughs> at least be nice. Right, be, be nice. nice. What about the word disability? That's not my favorite word because it um, centers on the negative. Yeah. I mean, dis is mm-hmm. a negative. That's and true. so um, nobody wants to be disabled. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what people's disabilities are. He knows what his disabilities mm-hmm. are. But let's talk about what he can do. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd much rather you ask, well, what can he do? Yeah. H- exactly. how, can we, how can we help him have fun? How can we help him with... So it's not necessarily a taboo word or no, one you don't right, use. Right, right, it's right. a but personal it's a, preference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. something that we can, uh, as we're talking about Will or talking right. about Lottie, or talking about things that are going on, if we can center toward the positives or right. not point out over negative things. I think as much as that as thinking about what we d- how we describe the others. So mm-hmm. what I mean is um, like normal kids and my kids. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. Well, like oh. My using, kid's normal. Using, He's just a little high maintenance. <laughs> right, right? So like being careful t- and, and again, I'm, please hear me, I think I know what you mean. I right. think I've probably said something like that sure. in my right. past. Yeah. Uh, we are, I think Sherry would agree with this, we are now sensitive to things that we were not sensitive Absolutely. to before yeah. because of that. But I would say that they're in a good way. Right. Um, so, okay, the, the, hey, the kids that are fully ambulatory, that's different way to say yeah. that they can walk right. and right. Lottie cannot. Yeah. Um, so, so there's some of those kinds of things that it's just, it's a matter of being careful, mm-hmm. thinking before you speak. Um, so, uh, right. Could we Please. do that in all aspects of life? <laughs> Let's just make that a but rule. But so much of it still, I, I find myself less offended yeah. when it's obvious the person isn't trying. Yeah. Like they're they're trying to say the right thing and they're fumbling right, over right. it. And they're like, oh, I don't, they even say like, I'm not sure what how mm-hmm. I should say this. I even feel sorry for those when people I'm like, sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Really? Like, you're it trying. Is. You're trying. That's I right. promise. So... I don't want, mm-hmm. this is what I don't want a youth minister or a pastor or a children's minister or something to hear this and think, I can never speak again. Yeah. I'm right. Gonna, no, like, please. I'm, I'm frozen in what I should say and not. Don't hear that. Do, Do not, not hear, hear that. that. Absolutely. Hear that. No, no. Like, try. Be, yeah, try. Be kind. Uh, that goes a right. long way. Right. And so there's, a, there's grace given for all the things you accidentally said. I hope so. <laughs> yes. Because in the, uh, all my life, I've been right. saying things like, oh, I might not should have said it that way. Yeah. You know? We all make those mistakes. Right. Well, okay, so we have, over the years, you mentioned as Will has been a part of mm-hmm. our church, yes. like we have had to make some shifts and changes sure. as he's moved, right. different ages and stages and, and those kind of things. And we're now at a place where we have a dedicated ministry for children with special yes. needs. We did mm-hmm. not have that when Will right. was younger no. because... Uh, honestly, we did not have as many children sure, with special needs right. at that time. We mm-hmm. have more children now, and mm-hmm. so we've had to do some things. Uh, and and if you're familiar with the term mainstreaming, like we have some right. that are able to be mainstreamed into regular right. 
classrooms, mm-hmm. typical, typical classrooms. Right. I was like, typical is a better word, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. typical classroom. And then we have others that are not, and we have some right now sure. that it's better for them to be in a different type of environment that right. helps them to flourish. But I realize not everybody on this podcast, not everyone who's listening, is going to have the ability to pull together They're a ministry. Not. We're right. praising God that we have that, and we're growing and learning a lot as right, we right. as we jump into this. But we saw that as a need because we had multiple children yes. um, that could do that. But what about those churches where they have one child that has right. special needs and they're trying to figure out how do we help? Or right. are there any tips that y'all would throw out there to say, like, okay, here's something you should think about or consider? Sure. One thing I did, especially when Will was little, I had a Will 101 sheet. Hmm. Um, and I would share that with anybody who cared for Will. Yeah, that's great. So this is what Will wants if he does X. Like right mm-hmm. now, if he um, pats his shoulder with his fist, that's an I love you, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but he he really means I love you uh-huh. when he says that. Um, and uh, if he pats you down, he wants he just wants your cell phone. Oh yeah. I right, just go ahead and take the picture and let's move on. Yes. Life will be good. <laughs> It'll be much easier. But <laughs> we, but those we, basic yeah. things, you know, I mean things that we take for granted, like um, what what makes Will happy? We'll just give him a book. You mm-hmm. know, I mean there there are some easy things and some a little more complicated. If Will were to turn blue, yes, holler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Know, um, call for help. Do, mm-hmm. You know, do what you need to do. But um, and, and it was just a quick one page. Um, summary of what you need to know about Will right now. Yeah. And that changed, obviously. Every mm-hmm. year I updated that for the new teachers, That's the new people. Um, and a lot of parents don't think to do that. A lot of mm-hmm. them do, especially now with mm-hmm. technology. That's, yeah. you know, everybody carry those things on the phone. That's right. But um, And our church has grown to meet his needs. But mm-hmm. um, That's good. One of the yeah. things that I've noticed, I mean, that we have done over mm-hmm. the years that uh, I did not initiate this, but it's been happening within, is, is having... A, a partner, right? A buddy, have it, a buddy uh, mm-hmm. for Will that we didn't have a special class. There wasn't a special room right. or anything like that. But we had a buddy, somebody who was with him, somebody that right. uh, could assist. And and sure. so I, I think that's a scalable thing that yes. churches, no matter how what size your church mm-hmm. is, right. that you can have a buddy system. Right. Uh, we have actually right now there are four or five guys who rotate, mm-hmm. right? And they have Will per Sunday, and their job is right. that that morning is to get Will where he needs to go and take care of all the things. Right. And so they go in and out of student ministry activities. Right. And so depending on how he's feeling right. that day right. and, and what's going on, they go visit a lot of people. We get our high fives, and, <laughs> yep. you know, our selfies and all right. that kind of stuff. So anyway, I, I feel like that's something that, that we could do as a church. So um, I, I've heard you say these things, um, but I, I can say this from, from, from this side of it. Uh, is I believe it is an incredible benefit to our church to have will, um, to have other children with special needs, to have Lottie, even like to be, we call it unity and diversity. Mm -hmm. And we believe that that goes across uh, ethnic lines as well as ages, as well as abilities, the range of Mm -hmm. abilities, all those kind of things. I think we're a better church because Mm -hmm. we're learning how to minister to people who are different from us. Exactly. Because we're learning, well, honestly, none of us are lovable in and of ourselves. Right. And we all have disabilities, special mm-hmm. needs as we relate to the Lord. Right, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. that that He puts up with, deals with, helps us with, right. you know, all those things. We have all those needs. And so it reminds us as we're caring for others. Are there other benefits that you see specifically within the church that you've seen, maybe Chad as pastor, that you're seeing, oh, wow, I, I see this as a benefit? I will say that one of the things I've noticed since we made a clear effort to uh, 
establish some some help for those families, and I would include Will in this, um, is the ability then for those the rest of the family to serve. It, it is both to to express value to that child, that mm-hmm. to that adult, that we care about them. So so even if their parents do not serve, it is still worth it. No. Okay, yes. so please hear that. Yes. But I would say an an additional benefit is that they the the rest of the family gets to also plug into the life yes. of the church and and serve and be a part and be connected, yeah. be in a life group or Sunday school class right. or whatever it is, because if nobody was doing what you just described with Will, right, mom or dad would be doing that with Will that's because right. that's going to be a need. I, and I'm just going to say it would be so much easier to stay home with Will Milner. Yeah, and watch TV on yeah. watch church yes, on TV. Yes. Yeah. Now, yes, I would be missing out, and Will would be missing out, and you would be missing out. Absolutely. Um, but it, it'd just be easier. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. honest. And when you get yeah. to be about middle school age, unfortunately, mm. a lot of Will's peers disappear. Yeah. And what I mean by disappear is they go to school and they go home mm. because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get out mm-hmm. and participate in the baseball programs and the soccer yeah. programs and the basketball programs and the church and. Um, it's just hard. Yeah. And so if I have to come to church and take care of Will for the whole, you know, two or three hours we're here every Sunday morning, um, mm. gosh, it's easier yep. to stay home. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah. I hate for church to be the hardest of all of Right. Mm-hmm. It's like in society, we've set up baseball leagues and, <laughs> right, and right. schools and systems and all that. And then at, they come to church and we're like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Yeah. yeah. Right. That right. doesn't seem Christian at all. <laughs> right. That's exactly we right. We should be the place most ready to, maybe we can't offer everything, but the most ready right. to jump in and help. Yep. But you can hang out with Will for an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now, I will say, since we do have the new disability ministry, and you know things are always changing um, mm-hmm. in disability, but the church has lagged in getting um, curriculum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's been a real. Yeah. That's a challenge. That's been that's a, question. that's an international issue. That's oh, just yeah. not a Colonial Heights issue. But right now there are a couple of really great ones out there, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Betsy and I found one that actually they're using in the yes. image bearers and I'm adapting it for Will. Yeah. And so Will's got a notebook now every Sunday that we give to his caregiver f- yeah. for that hour and they go through the notebook mm-hmm. and it's things Will enjoys doing. There's a lot of Velcro. I'm just going to yeah. say, <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah. those are things that from school mm-hmm. that Will knows that this picture goes with this word mm-hmm. and we're talking about Jesus. This is a picture of Jesus. Now I would normally say, let's hold up a picture of Jesus because <laughs> you know, we don't know what he looks like. Right. But for his right. purposes, right. Right. he can say, this is Jesus. And he goes with the story and he walked on water. Yeah. Here's the boat. Here's the water. Here's Jesus. Uh, you know, and so funny. he's got memory verses where he's putting the words in order with, with yeah. Velcro again. Yes. Um, but you don't have to have that mm-hmm. to care for these kids mm-hmm. or these yeah. adults. You know, mm-hmm. you can just sit and talk with them about Jesus and ask yes or no questions because yeah. um, he can answer a yes or no question. Can you think of the name of that curriculum? It's all in wonder. Thank you. It's not remember. expensive either. Good. It's truly not Good. expensive. I wanted to make sure that we put that on there and then I forgot to yeah. look for it. So I'm so <laughs> it's, glad it's that you said wonder. that because uh, all in wonder. And so we want to encourage you to jump into that. Any last minute words that you would say, I, I didn't ask the question, or things that you have thought of that you would want to make sure pastors or ministry leaders out there know as it relates to ministering to people with special needs or families that have children with special needs? My thing is just to reiterate, you take the initiative to say, I mean, 
you have a guest that has a child with a clear, obvious special need. They're in a wheelchair. They are using a walker. They are um, are nonverbal. Right. And mom or dad has, has said, oh, hey, they're not going to be able to speak or whatever. Like any of those things, even soon, just say, hey, I'd love to talk to you about ways we can help. Yeah. Right. Like that, that right there will say to them, you've got a place here. Yeah. You might you don't have to have a special room. You don't have to have a new curriculum. Right, right. You're just saying, I'd love to talk to you about how we can help your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would like to talk about that? I'm telling you, like right. the that just that there is an openness to talking about mm-hmm. it doesn't commit you to a full program, hiring somebody, That's you know, right, all the right, things. Right. It commits you to saying we care about your whole family. Right. That's right. So that would be my encouragement to the pastor who's you're the only person on staff right. and you are wondering right now what happens when someone comes in what am i supposed to say yeah. that is just right. hey let me know I, if if there's something in particular i'd love to talk to you sure. about how we can care for your family yeah. uh okay um they might say you you can't we'll just keep doing our thing right and that's exactly that's right that's fine but okay. they also know you cared. Right. Yeah. So that would probably be my biggest push for Good. staff members and church leaders and that kind of stuff. Well, and for, for other church members, I, I would say um, ask them to the parties. Mm. Ask these families, hey, our life group's getting together. And I know you don't participate in our life group because you teach or you sing or you do whatever. And I know that our house is not fully accessible, yeah. but we'd love to have you there. How can we make that happen? And so a lot of times people are so afraid of being offensive Mm. that they don't offer. (laughs) They become offensive. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Just say, you know, we'd love to have you. Mm. um, Our life group's going to lunch or our life group's going to dinner or we're going to, you know, um, would you like to come? Yeah. You know, at this age, we probably say no because Will doesn't like food and that's a whole nother issue. Right. But we might. (laughs) That's right. We might be having a good day or Will might have a sitter like um, Wednesday nights. Will's tapped out at night. We don't mm-hmm. typically do church on Sunday nights and mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. Um, but Will now has a steady person on Wednesdays who mm-hmm. takes care of him at home. He lays out in his natural habitat up in his mm-hmm. bed with his iPad and his TV, and yeah. he's resting, he's relaxing, yeah. um, where it just doesn't work on Wednesday nights for him to come to church. It yeah. just physically doesn't. Same thing with Sundays. He's just done. Mm-hmm. But um, And give us the grace to understand yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, know that we want to be here. Right. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. We listen to the, the sermons later. Right. And we, you know, mm-hmm. um, so when we, when we can't be here, understand that our hearts are here. Yeah, that's um, good. But, but do invite us, you know, make that, mm-hmm. you know, pastors reach out or our ministry leaders, whatever your role is. When you see that child and that family, ask, what can I do to help? Yeah. How, how do I make this a, an easier time for you to come to church? That's awesome. Thank you for both of you for your willingness to talk about it and to help us to get better at how we handle ourselves and how we represent Christ in this particular area. We do believe based on Genesis 127, we are all made in the image of God and there are no mistakes out there. God does not make mistakes. And there are no exceptions Uh, to that. that We're all made. Yes. Yes. And that is beautiful. And so we get to be a part of that beautiful picture. So Sherry, we want to thank you for joining us as our guest today. It's been awesome to have you you here. And we want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. We would greatly appreciate it if you would like, subscribe, or give us a rating 
rating and a review. Uh, share it on social media. We will be back on March the 15th, so be sure to tune in then. If you have any questions in the meantime about the Timothy Project or anything we've shared today or about suggestions for future episodes, then email us at staff at thetimothyproject.org. You can also check out our website at thetimothyproject.org. Thanks again for hanging out with us today. We'll see you next time. <laughs>